Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to Amazing Avenue Audio, the show. My name is Brian. With me, as always, is Chris. And Chris, we are sitting here recording on the uh, the first of a number of off days because the both NLCS and ALCS were decided over the weekend, and therefore the World Series is not beginning until, what is it, uh, the 28th? Is that Friday night? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we have almost a full week of no baseball here. It is a Phillies Astros World Series, which is not quite the worst World Series I can imagine, but it's not too much different from that. Um, how are you feeling about the two teams that are in the Fall Classic this year? Um, I don't have super strong feelings about the Astros anymore. You know, I mean, I understand if people do, of course, uh, considering the fashion in which they won the World Series previously, but. Uh, I don't know. I'm totally fine with them. It, you know, given the context that it's either them or the Phillies. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, it's in terms of rooting interest, it's, it's a clear choice. Right, right. But yeah, I don't know. I, like Jordan Alvarez has been uh, sort of an anchor for my, uh, in a good way, the anchor of my fantasy team for the last couple <laughs> of years, and he didn't have anything to do with that. Um, Trey Mancini's on the team. He's obviously got his own great story, um, you know, returning from cancer and and still 
that not just surviving, but being still a very good major league baseball player. And anytime somebody gets traded out of a spot like Baltimore, where they've been stuck mostly on very bad teams and they're a likable player. And, and, you know, now they're in, uh, you know, a good situation playing in the world series that that's easy to root for. Um, obviously you can find plenty of negatives there if you, if you want to, but look, the Astros eliminated the Yankees. I thank them for that service. The Phillies eliminated the, uh, the Braves from the playoffs, which is, uh, nothing to sneeze at. And retired Yadier Molina. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the Cardinals. Yeah. Yep. Should have should have mentioned that too. But <laughs> uh, yeah, the ideal scenario. Once the Mets lost, the ideal scenario was uh, that the Yankees, Braves, and I guess Cardinals, but those two teams um, were eliminated. So. Both teams that have gotten here, even though they wouldn't have been my top choice, I think Mariners Padres would have been probably been my like Mets free World Series yeah. preference. Yeah. Um, I, I could have survived but, with the Blue Jays. Oh yeah, or the yeah, Guardians. Yeah, yeah, I'd be okay with any of those. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I just like the Mariners were eliminated a day before the Mets. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, the Blue Jays were eliminated a day before right, the Mets. Right, but yeah, yeah no, any. Any of those four teams, Rays, Guardians, Mariners, Blue Jays, they all would have been uh, fine by me. But yeah, It's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's, is, it's interesting to see how – um, would... go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, to me, Astros-Phillies is a massive step up from Yankees-Braves. Yeah, I, I will agree with that. Although I, I think my Yankee – I think my Yankees sympathies are higher than they were – Let's call it a decade ago. Uh, part of yeah. that is I, I have two nephews who just absolutely adore the Yankees and are good. Like they are good young baseball fans. They 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 know stats and they you know they're they're really they are they make me proud as a baseball fan that there are young fans who care about the game the way that I care about the game when I was their age, right? So I feel like for them I root for the Yankees. I have a couple of really good friends who are big Yankee fans. I don't my Yankee feelings are not nearly as strong as they as they once were um i would root for the if if gun to my head i had to choose yankees or phillies i'd have rooted for the yankees um yeah yeah no i, I think my uh, my rankings would have had the yankees second to last but i could i could justify that as well it's, it's not also, as strong as it was you also live in enemy territory like i yes. i live in the <laughs> suburbs where it's relatively split and, and while there are definitely more yankee fans they're not as obnoxious as you know uh, if you were living in the bronx the way you do right right yeah no there's something about um just seeing the place all the time uh i will say i was around i didn't, I didn't go to game four but i was around the stadium because of work uh, as people are coming in for game four. And, and I, for one of the very few times just felt bad watching them get off the train. They're going to see their team that's down three, nothing. It was not cold, but it was chilly and damp. Um, just like as bleak as it could get both in terms of weather and the outlook on their, uh, their season at that point. And I was just like, oh, man, uh, you know, obviously I'd prefer that the Mets were still in it and playing a game themselves 
uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, and and you you take that uh, all that pressure and stress and all that. Of course, I would take that. But there was some relief in going like, oh man, I <laughs> I did that walk two weeks ago. I got that out of my way, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Yeah, I've also had Yankee fans just flat out insult me walking to that same train for no reason other than like I had a Mets hat. You yes, know. that I, I luckily don't get right. that kind of garbage. So for all of them, enjoy your off season. Thorough, <laughs> but then you know there are there were people who are like, I don't think if I had a Mets hat on, you know, these guys would be uh, giving me shit. You know, right? Uh, it, so yeah, yeah. The one hard thing about Good riddance this... to the Braves, mostly. <laughs> yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, the one hard thing about this um, this World Series, from my perspective, is I've been doing the game threads for the different uh, games. Though I missed yesterday, don't tell anybody. Um, but I always try to pick a former Met as the uh, avatar, as the, you know, the 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 photo there. And there are precious few former Mets still in this uh, still in the World Series. We're looking at Rafael Montero. Uh, Noah Syndergaard, Zach Wheeler. That might that might be it. I think. Maybe one more mm-hmm. Philly, but I, I I can't recall offhand. Um, but it's uh, yeah, so, yeah, that, that's uh, that's tricky for me. <laughs> I mean, fuck, I I, I had to go with uh, Louis Rojas last week to uh, <laughs> to, 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 to find a, a Yankee one because I've used Miguel Castro twice already, so I had to go with somebody. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, look, if you want to reach back for the photo that I think I've mentioned like five times on this podcast, but Rafael Montero's death stare into my lens <laughs> yes, <laughs> from spring training, like, I don't know, a year or two before he made his major league debut, you, you could always go with that. <laughs> I, I, let, I, I, I didn't him... realize I could go with Mets legend Brad Hand um, because Brad oh, yes. Hand is, although I don't know if he's on the postseason roster for the Phillies. Yeah, no, he gave up a home run to the Padres the other night that temporarily would have made the series uh, even. Oh, okay. They came and, back in that game, obviously. And... Yeah. And then Kevin Long also uh, was a Mets, uh, a Mets farm, uh, a Mets uh, coach. So that like, you could Kevin Long also. Yeah. That's it. So we'll look forward to those photos in a few days, folks. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to Ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, so, you know, we're not going to get too deep into postseason stuff because we have so much time to talk about that. We do want to mention uh, Francisco Alvarez had successful surgery on his ankle, which was the injury that uh, befell him late in the summer that, um, you know, some feel was the reason why he was not called up as early as maybe Mets fans would have liked. Uh, that's a conversation for a different day, but we're glad that his surgery went well. Um, and we also should note that the uh, nominees, the finalists for the Gold Glove were announced last week. There was one Met present, and that is Tomas Nito who is one of the finalists for the catching position. What's really strange, though, is that uh, there was this year a, a new Go Glove announced for the utility players. Folks felt like this was the way to give Luis Guillorme a Gold Glove. And then Luis Guillorme not nominated for the Gold Glove. What's up with that, man? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I really don't understand. Um I know, I think it was Mark Simon who made the point that after those nominations came out that everybody is inclined to support their own guys and hasn't seen everyone from around the league and all that. But um, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know how you could not have Luis Guillorme up there. When it when you see what he is capable of and you know that his whole role was to be that versatile guy, and he excelled in the field at every position that he played. Uh, I just don't get it. Like, it felt like he was adding value to the team in the field almost every game he was out there. Yeah. Um, the, you know, watching not only what he was capable of doing on his own, but in conjunction with the other infielders, uh, obviously more so when he was playing second base, but the way that they would turn double plays and make it look so easy between him and Lindor. Um, and, you know, it, sometimes Escobar, uh, depending on, you know, who, who started it or, or mm -hmm. Jeff McNeil, but yeah, I just, sorry, can't wrap my head around it. And, <laughs> no, and there was some overlap too, right. With guys who were nominated at other positions. Yes. Which also makes no just sense. <laughs> utility guys. Yeah. I don't know. Baseball awards are so dumb. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. They are very dumb. Um, I am. I am legitimately curious. I mean, do we do we know for sure how the nomination process works? Do we can, can we get some records here um, in terms of you know who was nominating him? I, I don't understand. When looking at the list, and I want to look it up right now. Hang on a second. I'm doing this. National League Gold Glove Utility. Who else was nominated? Because it wasn't McNeil. People were mad McNeil was nominated. Wasn't nominated. I was like, you know, McNeil's not great, right? Like McNeil is good at all those positions. Right. But, um, yeah. Yeah. No. That that made sense to me. That that makes total sense. But I'm I'm trying to see who the uh, who the who the nominees were for utility. Let's see. I have it right here. Uh, Brendan Donovan from the Cardinals, Tommy Edmond from the Cardinals, and Dalton Varsho from the uh, Dalton Varsho from the Diamondbacks. And, you know, those guys are fine. But I feel like if you watch enough, and I, and this is not me, I cannot tell you the last time I watched baseball tonight. If they still do web gems, which maybe they do, maybe they don't, uh, I feel like 
Guillaume was making plays that I would see on Twitter, non-Mets fans tweeting, tweeting out because the plays were just so fantastic. I did not see as many of those things from the VAR shows of the world. Again, doesn't mean that they weren't there. I just wasn't seeing them with as much regularity. And again, I'm a Mets homer, etc., etc. It just seems to me like Luis Guillaume was absolutely robbed of this, especially when, like you said, it was basically conceived as a Guillaume uh, award. So I, I don't get it, but, you know, what are we going to do? You know, I'm just kind of bitch and moan about it, I guess. But, hey, the way this season ended, <laughs> l- l- let us bitch and moan about something, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's That's what you do. That's what you have to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, any? Uh, how do you feel about Nito as the uh, Gold Glove nominee? Uh, sure. Why not? I hope he wins. I, like I didn't notice that in watching all of the Mets this season. I, it, I didn't think he was bad or anything, but there was no part of me that went at the end of the year like, "Wow, Tomas Nito really, you know, made a huge difference defensively." But he's nominated, so I hope he wins. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, you know. I mean, when you're watching him versus McCann, you know, McCann has the arm, but nothing else in McCann's game even came close to Nito's. And as I was writing up that announcement, I I dug into a little bit of the the stats, and uh, I was specifically using the baseball prospectus catching stats, which tend to be the ones that, to me, just... I like how they separate things um, on the baseball prospectus stats. And it seemed to me like there was just... When you're looking at it, like, oh, wow, it actually makes a lot of sense that he's nominated. Look at all this stuff he did. It seems like he did have an excellent defensive season, even if, like you said, he wasn't sort of popping our eyeballs every couple of days with a great with a great play here and there. Um, So, yeah, it's uh, good for him. Again, I hope he wins. I hope he gets up and says Luis Guillermo was robbed whenever he's interviewed on uh, – MLB Network or how, wherever they announce the Gold Gloves nowadays, um, and that's that's about that's about my thoughts on the Gold Glove. I wish I had more interesting things to say, but I don't. It will be kind of funny if he beats Darno and Real Muto for it, yeah. just because that's that's just funny. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And speaking of Real Muto, um, I think he's the only part of what's left in this <laughs> postseason. That makes me feel maybe a little bit of bitterness just because it seems like the Mets under Steve Cohen uh, had that decision been presented a year later mm-hmm. between McCann and him as the top uh, free agent options at catcher that maybe they would have leaned a little more toward Real Muto. Um, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty, but right, uh, right. those of us who strongly preferred that at that time we're right and we'll get into all the hot stove offseason stuff but hopefully at this point they can just find a way to dump McCann on somebody and then either give Alvarez that shot or come up with another uh, you know another plan a catcher yeah yeah I, I do think that there is and, and today is probably not the time to do it I think there is a longer conversation to be had about Alvarez and about Alvarez being brought up at maybe the worst possible time and being put in a really terrible position and how I hope that fans do not... I hope that the fans do not judge him 
based on the six or ten games, however many games we got with him as a as a major leaguer thus far, because it's just not. I really think he was done dirty by the whole thing. I do. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I get that. I mean, I'm sure he was happy to get the shot, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I, I hope nobody is uh, going to take that tiny, tiny, tiny amount of playing time and, and try to draw any conclusions on it, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like every game he catches in spring training next year is going to be analyzed under a microscope in terms right. of defense. Yeah. that That's where I feel like people are going to, start to make up their mind about him. That's probably a good point, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it is It's entirely possible that people are already doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's just about all the Mets news we have for this week. You know, there, there, there's not a ton going on right now. Once the World Series ends and options are picked up or declined and the, the hot stove starts heating up, we'll be back with more. And uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess for now, whoever the lesser of your two evils are in the World Series, good luck to that team <laughs> for all of you. And uh, Chris, what is your music pick for this week? So I'm going to see how long of a streak I can keep going in these episodes of Desert Days based music picks. Uh, so in that spirit, I'm going to go with the band that we saw for the first time uh, at this year's version of the festival. Uh, another Tuareg. Uh, band from these guys are from Algeria but if you've listened to any of the MG Mokhtar music that I've recommended in the past uh, and you listen to this band they're called Imarhan uh, and the album I'll recommend is their self-titled record which was the first release um, at least as far as major releases go it came out back in 2016 uh, they've had two records since then it's just this one had the songs that sort of sort of caught my attention a little bit going into it. And then a couple of the songs that they played during their set that were just really, really good um, are on this record. So that's, that's the one I'll go with. I have no idea if they're touring um, anywhere else any, anytime soon. I know a lot of the bands that were at that festival came through New York city over the last couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, start with this record, especially if you liked MD Mokhtar. Uh, but even if you didn't listen to that, hey, you know, give this one a shot and and uh, maybe this is your pathway to him. But either way, uh, definitely, definitely like this record and uh, look forward to hearing more from these guys. Very nice. Very nice. Um, I came about this pick through a truly bizarre um circuitous path so i uh when i am stressed out when i am having a bad day one of the things that i do is i watch videos about guitar pedals on youtube this is how i deal with my stress i i uh i'm a big fan of like demos and all this and i found this pedal company called jhs pedals and I have one of their pedals, which I love. It's called the Color Box. I actually first heard about it through Jeff Tweedy of Wilco using one. Um, but so the JHS channel on YouTube is great. And there's lots of interesting videos and all that. And they released this week a, a signature pedal for a guitar player called Madison Cunningham. I had not heard of I, – I'd heard of her, rather, 
but I'd never heard her music before, and it's a vibrato pedal. And I'm not the world's biggest vibrato uh, effect user guy, but during the um, the video, they kind of jam on some music, and I was like, wow, she's an incredible guitar player. How have I not really encountered this before? So I checked out her most recent album called Revealer, and it sounds to me in places like a female-fronted version of The Sea and Cake, which if you get that reference, first of all, thank you for listening. Second of all, um, that is like my shit. That is, that is a female-fronted Sea and Cake is a very, very specific Brian thing. But uh, her guitar parts are just really interesting. None of these songs do what you expect them to do. And that is my biggest complaint with music in 2022. I feel like so many bands, they have their thing they do. And their whole album is like 11 variations on the thing they do. And the tracks don't really surprise me. I, I have friends who are very tired of me ranting about this. But this is like this is how I feel about a lot of music. Just nobody is surprising me anymore. And each track on the Madison Cunningham record does something that I would never have expected it to do. Whether it's like a, a, a riff that comes in or the way the chorus hits or a lyric or whatever it is. Like everything just feels surprising for it and that is that is just the best i i really love when music surprises me and so uh, also you'll hear a lot of uh, the vibrato guitar sound that i mentioned before uh which again for her music works really really well so yeah this is definitely the first record i've ever discovered because of a guitar pedal demo but you know hey why not uh so yeah revealer by <laughs> madison cunningham it's, it's a new record it's very good i hope you enjoy it yeah no no i like that i like that uh story to getting there a lot i think that's a, a fun thing with music how you wound up you know finding something yeah um it's a uh I, I i always try to remember like how did i find out about this band and sometimes it's just as simple as like chris mentioned it on the show and sometimes it's you know this very very i saw this band open for so-and-so and it's i always like those um those uh those you know pathways to there but yeah anyway thank you all for listening we truly appreciate it um please go to amazingavenue.com it's been a little bit quiet around those parts lately but as the off season progresses i'm sure we'll have more to say we should also mention a uh, day after the world series starts our amazing avenue uh AAOP off season plan contest I had to make sure i was getting the, <laughs> the letters there at the aop uh where we uh have fun playing gm uh we'll have some fun prizes for that so Look out the day after the World Series for that to drop. Um, you can also find Amazing Avenue on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Amazing Avenue. You can find this show wherever you get podcasts. Wherever you get those podcasts, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate that as well. Chris is on Twitter at Chris McShane. I am on Twitter at Brian Needs an App. And until next time, let's go Mets.